Blog Talk Radio. Hello, good evening. This is Gina's Group Theory. Tonight I ask the question, do you understand the meaning of gentrification? A noun. The process of renovating and improving a house or district so that it conforms to middle class taste. An area undergoing rapid gentrification. The new documentary about the current situation for black people. Gentrified. You're being intentionally placed out of the circle of people who have a town and a name in this country. A culture of people who came to this country looking for opportunity founded here in the United States and had financial assistance and bank institutional loans to guarantee it. You, on the other hand, have had mass incarceration, gangland killings, and homicide by cops as a remember, a reminder of who you're classified in the state that you live. And that is truly and unequivocally property of the United, United States. It is time to stop being afraid of the truth. Where can I hide when I have no sovereignty and wealth in this country? The answer is nowhere. If we continue to fight one another. This issue came across. I'm going to give you a Wikipedia definition because I think it may be more clear for you. Gentrification is a process of renovation of deteriorated urban neighborhoods by means of the influx of more affluent residents. This is a common and controversial topic in politics and in urban planning. Conversations surrounding gentrification have evolved. As many in the social scientific community have questioned the negative connotations associated with the word gentrification. One example is that gentrification likely leads to more displacement of lower income families in gentrifying neighborhoods. However, every neighborhood faces unique challenges and reasons for displacement, and they vary. I'm going to uh, offer this out. I do see callers who are out and available. If you guys want to speak, please push the number one. And as a reminder, if I am to be missing for any split second, understand that I will be back. In this world where freedom of speech is one of the main issues and topics of what the laws were based or insinuated that it was based upon is the Constitution and the Bill of Rights of Freedom of Speech. But just because I may want to speak it does not mean that people want you to hear it. That's why I say keeping me out here and keeping me going is that every day that I live and I breathe and I research and I see and I live and I explore and it really breaks me to the core that 
I know where I am today. But a lot of people don't. Being placed out of the community by force of high rents, low wages, no assistance with housing, only is going to breed a bigger problem. That bigger problem is homelessness. Let's keep in mind, even for the people who think that they can still remain amongst the people who are going to be placed in those classes, only the wealthy and the rich are going to be securely safe. That is a well-known fact. The areas, if it is out of your income, if it's out of a range, that medium for a family in Los Angeles is 55000 and the rents and earn the, just the regular necessities to stay alive are high-priced, and the employment is being denied. That means it's not just a welfare situation. It's more than welfare. It's more than Social Security. It's for the small people. So just take this, for instance, people at people who work for the McDonald's that live inside those they're not going to be living there. They're going to have to take a bus drive into those neighborhoods to work. And if it really gets down to it, they won't be hiring you either. They'll just fill it up with their own people like they have been. Nobody else is safe. Nobody's mine, yours. The only reason that I say we're safe, the people who have the uh, curiosity to wonder and want to face the truth about what is really going to happen to us if we don't start making that black dream happen. That's what we need to do. You know, I kind of sound like a, let me take a look and see if I have anybody else who wants to call or speak. I got a lot of responses. Yes, I see someone out there. I'm going to go ahead and let you guys know if you want to speak. Please feel free to push one. And you can come in. For those at home, if you want to speak to me who are out there and you have something you'd like to say, just go ahead and send me a text message. I can get it. By any, way, by any means necessary, I want your voices to be heard. <laughs> I don't really like using my own voice, but I feel that if you're not going to take opportunity of this vessel, this vessel is just not going to sit here and rot to death waiting. So I'm going to continue. Gentrification is where we are. It's typically the result of increased interest in a certain environment. Early gentrifiers may belong to low-income artists or bohemian communities, which increase the attractiveness and flair of a certain quarter. Further steps are increased investments in the community and the related infrastructure by real estate development businesses, local governments, community activists, and resulting in economic development. Increase the attraction of business and lower crime rates. In addition to these potential benefits, gentrification can lead to 
population migration. Now I'm going to give you a little bit of what we say, the origin, the Latin form of what the word means. The term gentrification has come to refer to a multi-faceted, phenomenon, how do you say it? You guys got me twisted. But can be defined in different ways. Take, for instance, ancient Rome. Large villas were replacing smaller shops by the third century. Let's take, for instance, every town that the Bay City, the Beach Bay City. It is more expensive to live in San Francisco, California, than it is anywhere else. When you raise high rents, you lower pay wages, you deny people employment, you take their application, in, but you just never plan on giving them that job, you... If you fit in that class, and I know some people probably say, well, I work downtown Los Angeles. It's not going to affect me because I live in the high rises because your income is suitable. Now, see, if you are like some of the people that I have been uh, researching and finding out that, you know, rents are going up almost double your income. And let's get this real, real. I was speaking to a gentleman today who told me that here in the city of Victorville, where I live, back in the day, it used to be twice the rent. Now it's three times the rent. So here, let's look at let's look at the broad picture. Since we think that the only people can afford to live it, um, is people who have a job. Let's get that fucking myth out. Of, let's knock it out the park. Because, see, I used to be in a corporate job, and I used to make good money, but... At the end of the day, when you lose your job due to any type of wrongful discrimination or just because of the color of your skin, you know, there's really not much much you can do, okay? There's really not much you can do. And when you're living above your means with, let's say, car financing, home financing, uh-huh, got the wife some breasts or something like that, and all that you have done, that could be a setback for you. Yeah, I know some of you guys up here laughing your ass off, but I'm dead serious. Everything that we do, everything that you spend per month can be totally affected. If someone says to you, your rent, your your landlord, or let's better yet, let's talk about the bigger deal. Let's talk about the people who are homeowners out there. All across America, they have a Ponzi scheme where they're in certain areas where rich and wealthy own certain lands. They're taking people's lands. Look, look, if you don't believe me, just go into your Google and type in the Ponzi, the greatest Ponzi scale of the century, of the decade, of fucking humanity. Type that in and tell me what the hell you see. And when you see, it ain't just black people. It's white people. And let's talk about, oh, you too proud that Trump got in there. I just can't wait to see your faces when you realize that at the end of the day, it wasn't about you anyway. Your ass ain't a billionaire. Get it right. I don't know who out there, while you're trying to look down on other people and feel and hold your head high, trust and believe that ignorant ass president of ours is looking down on you. You don't see him nowhere in the Ozarks going up in the Mississippi mountains and, and coming up there to bring y'all some. 
a, a, a good bottle of moonshine, he ain't bringing you nothing. You can say all you want to say about Obama, but I ain't on no president's tip because as far as I'm concerned, any human being that sits in an office that's supposed to direct and guide over people, they're supposed to care about those people. They're supposed to care about their well-being, especially people like y'all who are working for everything you get. But trust me, it's a blink of an eye how you could be twisted while you're going to college and you're sending your kids to school, putting more money in their pockets. I said it before. You know what? I've never been so... I'm a, I'm, a per, I'm a people person all day, every day. I thrive from being a, um, in, 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 let's say, a uh, effective voice in this community. This is a global community that I'm, I'm in and that you're listening to. That means it's worldwide. There ain't no need for us to hide behind anything anymore. There's no need to think that, oh, this is just not happening. It is happening. And you know what? At the end of the day, I told everybody months, years ago that it's going to get down to the point where it's going to be the rich and the motherfucking poor. Now, whose side you want to be on? I tell you what side I'm trying to be on, and that's the side that I'm hoping that everybody out there that's listening could tell their friends and pass that along. Hey, you know what? There's a coalition going on. There's some black people who were hot, who got good education. They, but they learn at the middle of life that they can't keep continually working for a man who is never in sending their kids to school to a college where they're not gonna they're not even being respected. They don't even want them there. So why do you send them? And you say, you know, your kids get hurt on campus and things happen to your kids. You wonder why? Because you're putting your child, you're putting in your child's head that you that you can exist around these people. They're not going to do anything to you. They care about they they feel that they're equal to you. That's bullshit. Why you you mortgage your house for that college education? Your kids are really dumb to the world. Because they think that they can exist in a world that doesn't really like them and wants them to be in an area where they won't have anything. Bottom line. You might say Beyonce and them ain't probably going to have no problem. But like I said, even Oprah, the woman with the most money in the world. Oh, I I have a caller out there that I'd like to speak in. I'm going to go ahead and touch in. But that the point, so I won't forget... Oprah, they could break her down just by saying she was evading taxes. Get it real, people. Hold on. We're going to go ahead and say hello. This is Gina's Group Theory. Can you hear me? Are you there? Can you hear? I'm, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hi. Uh, your point, your point is high. Your point is very well uh, and you, if, taken. If you high. want to, can, can you hear me? If you want to say hello, yes, I can hear you. Tell everybody what your okay. name is. If you feel like it. Uh, my name is Lorraine Tumbling. Um, I am one of those people who have worked in an industry for many years who was told that you know, uh, basically, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. We, oh, you don't have this. You don't have that. So for the education, education piece, you know, a lot of 
black people, you know, we were forced to go out there and get these degrees because we, we, even though we had the knowledge, the experience, we were told, oh, okay, oh, you don't have this. Oh, we're going to have to give it to Sally Sue over here who comes in with low-cut shirts, stiletto heels, and a short skirt. We're going to give it to her. We're not going to give it to you because you don't have a degree. But see, Sally Sue didn't have one either. Um, so it's one of those things where you have to pick your battle on how successful you want to be and where you want to go in life. And uh, like mm-hmm. I mentioned to Regina earlier, point taken, uh, I will use my story as an example of how you can go above and beyond at work. You can get your degrees. You can do all this. But if they don't want you there, they don't want you mm-hmm. there. They will sabotage you, oh, and they will you, make you, they will force you to leave that job. However, for me, when I thought about I was tired of working for the man anyway. I was tired of working for the man. So what did I decide to do? I'm going to do it for myself. <laughs> it's time for black folks mm-hmm. to get together and make it happen for ourselves. Yeah. As Gina mentioned in a, another uh, episode of her show, yeah, we need we need black banks. We need uh, black real estate companies. We need mm-hmm. uh, housing for our people. Just today, just today, mm-hmm. I, I was leaving L.A. I'm, I'm, I'm on the 110 freeway sitting in traffic, mad, mm-hmm. mad, mad as hell. Why? Because I'm looking at looking at a building. Just saw the building on, on, a, on a documentary that's coming up that Gina showed me today. I saw the exact same building that they're putting up. Beautiful, beautiful apartment complex down off of 6th Street. And near Broadway. Thing is, okay, all these beautiful high rises, all these beautiful apartments, but around the corner, here's our homeless people. No one, nobody, nobody's taking that into account. While you building up all these apartments and, and these high rise buildings for people to come in and come to work, they can live in luxury when you have your your homeless people around the corner. What, what about them? Or, or is someone going to build something for them? Then you think about the black. Uh, at downtown L.A., certain streets in downtown, they have these apartments, mm-hmm. apartments that people can afford. It's mm-hmm. cheaper to live downtown than it is to live uptown. Mm-hmm. But, but the thing is, they're running our people out. They're running our people out. Yeah. And when I saw that today, I was sickened by that just for the simple fact that I know <laughs> the struggle of our people. The, our people, we are the ones who made things happen for, the, for our country. Nobody ever want to talk about what we've implemented, what we've designed, what we've planned. They, they, never, they never talk about it. All they want to talk about is what we did wrong or look at this monkey mm-hmm. over here, look at that person over there. Mm-hmm. But this same monkey mm-hmm. right here, put your system mm-hmm. together. This same monkey mm-hmm. right here made sure that mm-hmm. every deadline was met. This monkey right here mm-hmm. made everybody else shine. But at the end of the day, right. you want to railroad. You want to railroad Me. this person that mm. took the time to build a herself. legacy mm. for herself. Well, but I tell you this, mm-hmm. and, I, and I say this, and I'm, I say this, and I'm not proud of it. But you know what? I'm glad I lawyer. I'm glad I lawyered up on my employer. I lawyered up because they messed with the wrong right. black woman. They didn't know. They didn't know mm-hmm. who they were dealing with. 
But at the end of the day, uh-huh. no. When, 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 when you leave an organization, you don't leave on their terms. You leave on your terms. You leave on your terms. That's why I agree. I agree with everything you, you were saying because at the end of the day, we got to make it happen. We don't have we, – we, we have to build each other up. We have to build each other. We have to build from scratch. Your radio show we, we is literally gonna thrive. The real estate <laughs> agency <laughs> is gonna thrive. It's gonna thrive. The travel, the travel agency is going to thrive. It's gonna thrive. We're gonna, we're gonna right. build a, a, a black nation empire. empire. That's empire right. That we're gonna be proud of. It's gonna be nice to have our black mm-hmm. people coming to our bank. Coming to our bank, mm-hmm. and they don't have to feel like, oh my God, oh, I have to deal with Jimmy White Boy, and, and they might de- they might deny me because of the color <laughs> of my skin. My cre- I have mm-hmm. a 900 credit score, and I'm worried mm-hmm. about being denied because of the color of my skin. So you think mm-hmm. about, mm-hmm. we need to make it happen for ourselves. Yep, because it is. So happening. I'm gonna say and this it to all of us, black people, black people. Let's get it together. Black people. We can't, we can't, we, we can't be empty. I think we may have lost her, but she, we'll pick her back up. Let's go take a look. Because <clears throat> I know she's rolling. <laughs> I can hear her rolling. That is my girl. Uh, that's beautiful. Yeah, we lost her. We lost her. She'll call back in. I'm almost sure. We need to build in our empire together. That means I'm totally telling you unequivocally that I no longer have any tolerance for working with anybody other than my people. I'm not excluding anyone. Let's get that out. But I'm calling to my black people. They're the ones who, at the end of the day, they're the only ones that don't have anything. We don't have nothing. We don't have hospitals, we don't have facilities that we can, you know, get our own funding for. We have nothing. You know, everyone else is in control of these government grants and and things that they're getting. We have to put that to work for us. I don't say getting any government assistance is good, but if you're thinking about going into uh, human services, social work, uh, opening a home for children, or you know, taking in, you know, foster children, whatever you're thinking about doing. It is now the time that you have to make your own money. I'm not saying to you that I think you should walk off your job tomorrow. But I'm saying it's time to put a plan in motion now while you're working that job. While you're busting your ass for someone else, you need to take a little time and save a little ass of yours for yourself. That's what I'm saying. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I can't say it. No, I can't say it. I can't mean it no clearer than what I'm saying. And I'm willing to work with you. I'm spreading these news and these titans out here every night because you're worth it to me. I don't ask for anything, no monies or none of that. I just want to see unity. And I want to see a black town somewhere. I'd love to see that one day. 
I love to see a black grocery store is the one in Compton. Listen, a shout out there to them. People are sprouting up. I like to see franchising amongst black people in the black communities before it's too late. Wherever, you know what, look at it like this. Wherever they run niggas to, <laughs> pardon my French, but that's where we'll turn it into nigga town then. Why not that? You know, I feel like this. When you call me one, put a miss in front of it. Miss nigga, ma'am, is what you can call me. But you won't ever, ever dump on my people like this again where I'm going to sit by and watch. That ain't in the I'm a God-fearing, God-loving woman all day, every day. God is the reason what gets me here. That's why I asked my brother to be a part of, of whatever I got going. He might not be good with the regular, you know, the politics of things because he has his beautiful way of looking at things, and I love him for that. But I need him to come in here with some God around him because, see, y'all, y'all need to understand that God is needed. The only way we're going to make it is in prayer, but then also in action. I'm not telling you prayer, get on your knees and fall out in action, God to give us wealth. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying, because I know that's not how it goes. I'm saying you reach out to your brothers and sisters and say, hey, you know what, I I, I, I got a trucking company. What my guest, Trey, the other night, he's a mechanic that fixes 18-wheelers. You know, hey, okay, you know what, I got a trucking company. I could hire that brother. Instead of going out of the loop, going out of the box, going out of the circle, because we're not included in any circle. We don't have a circle. We don't. It's sad. It hurts right here because I'm not blaming nobody. I'm blaming myself. Because I used to be in that corporate world about nine years ago, and it shitted on me, which made me be the crazy, love, God-fearing, and uh activist and advocate and life coach and everything that I've ever added on after the year 2001 from leaving that job, everything I've turned into has been something better and more more suitable for my people. That's what it has been. And it's been an enjoyable ride and it has pushed me to want to do more. Not less. It's pushed me to want to stay on top of my people and what matters. Hold on. We, we have to rain back. Hold on. Hey, girl. I'm glad I came back to you. <laughs> We're down to three Hi. minutes. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I know you. That. Yeah. I, I, that's I okay. hit Oak Hills and lost signal. Um, yeah. But yeah okay. I just want to say that, you know, we have to do it. We have to go in business for ourselves because this new president is going to take it, try to take everything away from us. So we have to be proactive. Proactive. He's going to take it away. Uh, well, Dominique said something about they said about welfare, and you know, <laughs> we shouldn't even need that. Shit. They want to put us all on some shit and have everybody need some shit. Look, what we're made out of, what me and you are made out of, and the, and everybody out there listening, I know because they they listening, they listening because they got good sense and they want they want to say something, but they just laying low and let me and you do it. But they got the same mentality we have. Because they're here. They want to do something. Am I right, Lorraine? Oh, did, did I lose you again? May I lost no, you again? You're right. Sure? You're right. No. no, no, no. You're right. Yeah. You're right. And we have to, like I said, we yeah. have to do it together. We have to, we have to rise 
raise each other up, and this is the time to do it. All right, right now. Yeah, there's no better. We are we are in Christ. We are in Christ, and and no one's really paying attention to it. And this is the time. 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 And we want to get out and go see that movie. I think uh, hopefully I have enough money, and when it comes out, I want to go see it. <laughs> I want to see it. I want to see that documentary. I don't care wherever it's going to be shown. I want to see it. We're coming down to that last minute. I thank you so much, BFF, for calling in. And, um, you know, you can check her out. You want to give up a little bit of info about yourself right quick? We got, like, uh, one minute. Yes. Uh, if, you're in, if you need to uh, know of anyone who's a buyer or a seller, um, they can Google me at uh, Google me at Lorraine Humbling at Century 21 Desert Rock. Uh, and She's at the end. My bio, my profile, and, um, you know, if, you're looking, if you know somebody who wants to buy a home or sell a home, I'm, I'm the person to go to. Uh, any, any referrals that come from you, I am paying a referral fee. So I encourage you mm. to uh, go ahead and patronize <laughs> this new That's black right. That's right, because it's new, because while she's in transition, she's already on the game, and that's what we all are. I thank you, Lorraine. God bless. Uh, you on your way over here? <laughs> I'm yes, cutting okay, up. I'm getting off the freeway now. Yes. Okay, so we're going to be seeing her at two and two. Well, everybody, we're going to go ahead and sign off. <laughs> we're going to sign off. It's me and my girl, my BFF, Lorraine. Tell me to check her out at Century 21 High Desert. That's right. She's the girl. You need a house. Somebody you know needs a house. They want to sell, buy, whatever. You want to get a referral fee? She's giving up a referral fee, and that's awesome. Give her a call. Give her a shout-out. Lorraine, I see you two and two. And for the rest of everybody, have a blessed and peaceful night. We're out signing off with Tina's Brew Theory. Much love. Black love. Black love.